What's up everybody? It's Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the typical office desk facing north, kind of looking out at beautiful Smith Rock and uh, you know all the mountains and stuff that are out here. People don't realize that uh, I'm out in the desert. Um, <clears throat> most of the time everyone, you say Oregon and everybody's like, Oh, you're like in the rain and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, I'm in the desert. And they're like, desert? What do you mean desert? I'm like, well, there's a mountain range that stops all of the clouds and the rain and everything else. So it's really dry here. So we got some big mountains and it's deserty. It gets really cold in the winter. Uh, we get a lot of snow, but uh, you know. That's, uh, I gladly take that over um, valley rain because that's where I grew up in the friggin' rain. So, it's deserty, it's dry, the rigs are nice. It burns the hell out of the dashes and the upholstery and stuff like that, but I'd rather that than rust, than everything rust away, so. Um, first order of business, Sierra Fall Rally, October. Uh, I'm leaving October 4th. The show is actually 5th, 6th, 7th-ish. Uh, um, the awards is Sunday morning and stuff like that. But um, I'm leaving on the 4th. I will have a traveling, um, I don't want to say companion. I guess I could say companion. Uh, Kendra Summer and her camera guy will be uh, tagging along. They're coming in on October 2nd. Doing some filming for the YouTube channel, some promotional stuff for the shop. Um, and then they will be riding along to the show in California. It should be a pretty should be a pretty neat little um, exercise in what happens around here and how weird I really am. So <laughs> you guys, I guess you're hearing this on uh, Monday. So yeah, she will be here the day after that. So um, be exciting. And I'll probably catch another interview with her, um, see what she has to say since the last time. Uh, last time I kind of caught her off guard, so this time maybe I'll, I'll feed her some, some uh, prep work and we'll see. Um, so yeah, Sierra Fall Rally coming up, good show, lots of rigs. I've got messages from people, they're coming in from Las Vegas and other places, so it should be fun. Um, if you are there, please, Make sure you stop by and say hello, shake my hand, introduce yourself, tell me how you uh, know about us and all of that, because it's always, always fun to, uh, you know, meet people and learn stuff. So, uh, yeah. The second order of business is down the road a ways, uh, March 16th through the 19th, uh, 2019, my... 40th birthday cruise, um, Barstow, god dang it, I always say that, Bakersfield, California, <laughs> Bakersfield, there's a difference between those two, they are a little, they're, they're a mountain apart, uh, <laughs> Route 66, I'm cruising it west to east, no timeline, no itinerary, no to-do list, it is just look at stuff and drive, I'll be in my 56. 
So, um, you know, it won't be a fast drive. Uh, it will be a fun drive, though. Um, so, yeah, please bring your international vehicle. Um, no power stroke powered Fords, please. Uh, just IH, trucks, travel alls, scouts, um, lawnmowers, whatever. Uh, it should be a good time. I'm really looking forward to it. And even if nobody shows up, uh, I had a plan the whole time for myself. So I just thought it would be a neat get-together. Um, so a couple of things I want to talk about today now that business is done. Uh, selling your international. We've all seen the prices are coming up. It's undeniable. You know, $500 scouts six years ago are $2,500 scouts now. It's just, it's how it is. It's, you know, yeah, people jump on the internet and brag, you know, oh, I got this for 500 bucks or I got that for $80 or I stole this from some old lady. And, you know, yeah, all right, we get it. You're a fucking show off and one upper and nobody fucking cares. Um, but for the rest of the world that isn't an asshole and like screwing people over, um, you are going to pay money for it. So if you want to sell your international, and make some money, uh, and not rip anybody off. Not try to sell your sell your twenty five hundred dollars scout for ten grand. Um, some stuff you know to keep in mind is, is first of all, it's just be fair, be honest. I guess that's the word. Be honest. Uh, don't put in your ad that all the gauges work, and then when somebody presses you on it, you're like, oh well. The gas gauge only goes to eighth of a tank, you know, like put that stuff in there so that it just weeds it out for people that are really looking for it. Um, you know, don't say that the engine was rebuilt recently when that was really 15 years ago. I, I see that all the time that people are not realistic. Uh, they lose track of time they just forget they're like oh yeah no i just had that done i just had brakes done just had brakes done oh well the master cylinder is leaking already so either they put in a shitty master cylinder or it's been more than just had them done so gotta kind of you know be realistic with yourself when you're selling it you know if it's been 10 years since the engine was rebuilt put it in the ad that it's been 10 years uh, if the engine has just been resealed, don't put that it's been rebuilt. Like, just be honest. Uh, people are going to appreciate that a lot more than you lying to them about, oh yeah, it was totally rebuilt, and then have the bottom end fall out of it because the bearings are fucked from the get-go. Like, just be honest. If the windows leak, if there's rust under your floor mat, if there's whatever, I mean, yeah, it is up to the buyer to do his due diligence or her due diligence and look for problems. But you also have to be forthcoming with your stuff. Like, again, don't say it's been rebuilt if it's just been resealed. Don't say that you got a new water pump if it's 10 years old. Uh, you know, and if you don't know something, say you don't know something. But don't get offended when somebody pulls a question out that you don't think is appropriate or you don't know like i looked at a scout one time that looked like it had been in a fire and i asked hey has this thing been in a fire and they were like no why would you even ask that like that's the dumbest thing ever 
you know, but you look underneath the back of the scout and it was burnt. Um, but then come to find out they'd only owned the scout for a few years. So they didn't know the history of it. They didn't know the scout had been repainted and it did have some other stuff going on. So very well could have been in a garage fire or part portion of it was in a fire. Um, but like I said, they'd only had it for a few years and they didn't know. Um, but I think the guy was taking it as me insulting him because he didn't notice that it looked like it had been in a fire. So, of course, now I'm, you know, calling him out on being a shitty buyer. Uh, I don't know. But anyways, just, you know, be be honest. Um, be be as, as willing to give as much information as you can because you're going to get the most money. Uh, if you lie about it, somebody gets it home, they might be able to sue your ass and then you're out a scout and a bunch of money or you're out a bunch of money and you get your shitty scout back. Like just be honest, be open, be forthcoming. If you try to hide stuff and I've seen it happen before where guys buy a rig, they get it home, they take it to the transmission shop or they take it to a general shop for, um, you know, fluids and whatever. And they go to drain the transmission and sawdust comes out. Uh, yeah. Like that's going to get you, somebody's going to throw that transmission through the window of your house. Uh, if, uh, if you try and pull that too many times. So, and when also with today's social media and, and the word of mouth, everything's spreading so fast these days, you can't get away with screwing too many people. And we see it on Facebook now. I see these guys are creating new pages and then blocking all of the people that called them out the last time. They're just preying on innocent people. Um, so don't be that guy. Don't be the I pray on innocent people because I need to make a buck guy. Um, trust me, it doesn't work in the long run. Um, just be just be open. They have questions. If there's something that you know is broken, make sure you say it. Like, oh, hey, don't fill the tank all the way up because it pours out. You know, like just mention that stuff because it's it's important. And also, you know, you pass off your junkie rig as nice. Somebody buys it and then they get soured on it. Like, oh, this thing's a piece of shit. Scouts are dumb. Travel alls are retarded. I don't, you know, and then the guy's wife's like, oh, God, it sucks. Or, you know, you wasted a bunch of money and it becomes a problem, you know, so Think about that too, you know, you're, you're, you're souring somebody on the international brand and that's what irritates me a lot too is when people have a bad experience with a scout or pickup and then that's it, they're done. They're just, oh, that uh, internationals are pieces of shit because of this one time I had one problem. So yeah, that's, that's tough. You know, I have to try and win people back that way and. I don't, it's not fun. No, I don't like, I don't like hearing people talk shit about the brand because it's, it's, you know, my livelihood. It's a lot of guys' livelihood. It's in our blood. It's, you know, I have the tattoos, so it's really in my blood. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's just what it is. So keep that in mind. Um, you know, and I've sold, I've sold quite a few internationals over the years and I've always tried to be as honest as I could. And if somebody came back and said, hey, you forgot to mention this or this isn't right, I try and make it right. I fix it for them. I provide the part. 
I take care of them somehow, you know. I don't think I've ever had to give anybody any money back, per se. Um, but, well... Well, I did have one dealing. The the scout that I sold Levi at Old Iron. That's right. So I sold... It wasn't my scout. It was a, a client of mine that we'd done some work on. It was a really solid scout. Had a little bit of floor rust, but it was solid otherwise. Central Oregon scout. Uh, ran decent. Didn't make too much noise. Uh, transmission was, you know, automatic and old automatic. Um hauled it all the way to Tennessee and they drove it mm, three miles and no oil pressure, motor started making noise, motor was bad. And I don't know what happened. I drove it several times here at the shop. I drove it to the store, drove it to town. Everything was fine. I, I just don't know what happened. Uh, and then Later it was, oh, and by the way, this transmission is F'd in the A as well. Uh, the fluid looks like molasses and it's this. And and like I said, it was an old transmission. I, you know, fluid looked, fluid looked dark but not unacceptable, at least on the stick. Uh, maybe in a drain pan it probably came out darker, but that was my bad, you know. And I, I worked with Levi on that. I refunded some money. I gave him some parts. Did my best to make it right. You know, you ask Levi today, he'll tell you I made it right. Uh, yeah, it was inconvenient and it sucks. But in the end, the silver lining, I guess, is the rig is better now than it ever could have been. Maybe if if they hadn't had those problems. It sucks they had the problems. It sucks that I, you know, I, it, it was a bad experience for them dealing with me. But uh, I, I'd like to think that I handled it. Uh, professionally, and and I, I believe Levi would say the same thing, and maybe not. Maybe he cusses me every day behind my back on the internet, and I just don't know it. But uh, I'd I'd like to think that doesn't happen. But anyway, that was probably the one bad time I had. Everything else, everything's been fine. But uh, you know, and I'm also I'm willing to admit that I'm willing to. I don't hide anything. I'm not hiding, you know, not hiding the fact that I did that you know, or that that happened. It's not, uh, you know, it was a mistake. It was, it was, a. I didn't do that on purpose. Like I said, I was driving the scout. I thought it was good. I would never have advertised it as good had I known it had those issues. Um, so, you know, that's, it's, it's what it is now, but, uh, you know, I'm glad I was able to take care of it and I'm open about it and I'm honest about it. And, and I think that's what people like about us here and me is that I don't pull punches generally. I don't withhold information. I don't keep things in. I just, you know, I'm honest. Somebody asks a question, I answer it. Somebody wants to know something, I let them know. Uh, and that's just the way it is. So, yeah. Um, so there you go. Hopefully... You guys have uh, learned a little something about selling your rig. Um, at least that that part of it, the honesty side of it. You know, I guess the other thing about it is uh, just actually prepping the rig. Wash the damn thing. Vacuum it out. Vacuum all the dog hair out of it. Hose out the back. Get rid of the dead fish smell. Get, you know, pressure wash the engine. Just be careful around the distributor and carburetor. 
you know, spend $5 and tighten up those nuts and bolts or add a new hardware, new fastener, new whatever's missing, uh, you know, hang a pine tree air freshener from the mirror. Just little things go a long ways. Make sure all the lights work. Make sure, I mean, it's just light bulbs. Seriously, like $200 worth of work. And I mean, bulbs, oil change, um, you know, basic shit, basic stuff will add a lot of value to the potential buyer. Because what's going to happen is if you've got a burned out bulbs, the dash doesn't work, whatever. And they come to look at it. And the first thing they see is, oh, that light doesn't work. They're going to start beating you up. Like, oh, well, it's going to need a whole rewire now because that one light doesn't work. And, you know, you know, that's not true, but they're going to use it as leverage to beat you down. Uh, so don't give people a reason or an excuse to beat you up. Uh, you know, put some WD-40 in the, in the door locks if they work. Put, uh, you know, do the door adjustment if you need it to close a little better. Uh, lubricate the window. Just pull the panels. Pull the door panels. Lube up the tracks. Make sure they move smooth. Put it back together. And this is all, honestly, this is all stuff you should be doing anyways as owners, just so that you have a nice scout or truck. But, um, <laughs> you know, if you really are in a hurry to sell it and make some money, do all this stuff that goes a long ways, a long ways towards um, just making the rig more desirable, getting closer to your asking price, and, and hoping that, you know, people understand why you're asking what you're asking. Because, um, yeah, it's little things matter. I mean, you could have the, the most beautiful engine in the world. You could have the smoothest shifting transmission. You could have brand new tires. But if you slam the door and it bounces back open every time, or you can't roll the windows down, or the lights don't work, or it doesn't have signals, it will sour somebody to your vehicle faster than anything just like when people tell me they say they'll buy a rig they take it home their wife doesn't like it and their instruction to me is make it so my wife likes it and you'd be amazed how often that is just cleaning stuff up getting rid of a smell making stuff work it it's funny it really is how how the littlest things can make the biggest impacts. Uh, you know, the window crank pinches your finger every time you roll it down. Take the one off the passenger side. Let your passenger pinch their finger. You know, the driver's side is the one that gets used the most anyway. So, you know, things like that. Just, like I said, cleaning, pressure wash it, blast the underside. Almost everybody knows somebody with a pressure washer. So, take it out there. Blast the frame. Blast the underside, get the caked dirt out of stuff. If anything, it lets your buyer get a better picture of what they're getting, and then they could make a better informed offer. Uh, if everything's covered in grease and oil and dirt and compacted sand and asphalt, they're not going to want it. They're going to beat you up again. They're going to look for a reason to, you know, really beat you down. So, you know, every rig that comes in here that uh, I plan on flipping or I'm going to keep for myself for a while, um, you know, but I end up selling most of the time anyways, gets pressure washed. The underside 
anything, springs, all U-bolts, all that stuff that we're going to be working on, it gets pressure washed just so the stuff doesn't fall on our eyes when we're working on it because uh, we don't have any lifts here. I don't have a shop full of two-post lifts. We do everything on the ground. So shit falls on our eyes all the time. Uh, and, you know, pressure washing it gets the spiders out and, you know, gets the wasps out and, you know, kind of just shows you stuff. So it's really, um, it's really a good excuse for you to just see what you got under there anyways. But it's, it's going to help you sell it better uh, in the long run too. Um, and that's what you want. You want to get as close to your asking as you can. If you have any receipts, dig them out. Uh, you know, anything that helps, uh, prove your claim of rebuilt engine or fresh service or new brakes or anything like that. Um, you know, make sure, make sure you can, uh, you know, prove that stuff. It's always helpful. Always goes a long ways, uh, in the sale of your vehicle. If you have something really custom, uh, you know, a crawler or something like that, then it's more, um, more, you know, uh, it's up to the buyer because they're really going to be looking for something to things to look out for, you know, is on your test drive. Make sure all the tires are aired up the same. Make sure the brakes work good. Um, make sure that any noises are accounted for. Make sure you don't have a terrible exhaust leak and you're both going to die. Um, you know, just kind of make sure that you can can uh, represent the vehicle in the best possible way. Uh, and I'm sorry, this thing's all over the place. I've been... Uh, <laughs> I haven't been making notes. Uh, I've just been doing these off the cuff lately because it seems to flow better, but for some reason I'm I'm jumping around like crazy and... Poor Brad, my production guy is going to be kicking my ass with this edit because it's just, there's a bunch of stops and starts and it's everywhere. So sorry for that, everybody, for not being as professional as I can. But uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. This topic is, I think of things as I'm going and it's, uh, so it makes me jump around. But uh, just make sure that the rig is is roadworthy and if it's not roadworthy like if you if you know hey the steering's fucked this the brakes don't work this and that and they want to try and drive it really put your foot down and don't let them because you know you don't want them to ricochet off of a school bus or you know kill a bunch of nuns or something like that so just yeah that's, uh, that's, you know, kind of stand your ground on that one. And they should respect that. Like some people might be like, oh yeah, what are you hiding? Why can't I drive it? But you know, if you don't want them to drive it, then that's your call. And maybe you should get the brakes fixed or get that particular issue fixed so that it is a driver that so can be tested out. Um, when, uh, Josie and I took her 800 for a drive the other day before she bought it, we ran out of gas. That was a funny little story we <laughs> doing a lap around this neighborhood in the middle of nowhere it's like out in the out in the freaking desert and um well it's high desert so it's in these weird scrub pine trees and we drive like half a mile and we're testing the brakes and we're you know testing steering and seeing how it accelerates and she says all right how about you drive it and you tell me what you think and i go to get in it and it dies 
and it won't start, it won't start, we realize that it's out of gas. So these people sent us on a drive with no gas. And that's because the gas gauge didn't work either. So, you know, uh, so we had to hike back to their house, get a gas can. They drove us back to the scout, got it going, drove it back. So the sellers were embarrassed because here we are in this scout that's broke down. And, you know, we're not happy because we just walked back and forth. And, you know, we're laughing about it now because it makes for a funny story. But at the time, you know, we're hoofing it down this gravel road. It just wasn't quite as as fun. So, um, yeah. So just, you know, be mindful of stuff like that when you're when you're letting it go. Um, you know, I really think, I think that I've covered pretty much all the high points, you know, the moral side of it, just being honest and being open. Um, you know, the cleanliness side of it, just prep, making sure presentation, that's the word presentation of the vehicle is accurate and, and you, it shows it in its best light, you know, um, you make sure you go through it, make sure it looks right. And then, um, then again, in the mechanical and the drive of it, make sure that it's as what you advertise because um, you don't want to be called a liar uh, or, you know, or have something dangerous on the road. So, you know, that's a, those are all good points. Keep in mind when you're selling your rig, just, just do it. You know, if you want to sell it, do those things. You'll have a much better chance of selling it and pricing it correctly. Don't shoot for the moon. I mean, yeah, if you want to go 1500 bucks over what, comparable ones are selling for that's fine you know that's up to you it's your rig price it however you want but don't be pissed in eight months when it doesn't sell and everybody's talking shit about you because you're shooting for the moon so price it accordingly price it fairly and you know and hope for the best that's that's all we can do these days so anyways this is dan binder boneyard follow me on all of the platforms uh if you have any questions Binder Boneyard podcast at Gmail. Uh, hit me up on on Instagram, Facebook, and all that. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys at Fall Rally pretty soon. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.